When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So um, we've got a new exciting free beer offer on Footballistically Arsenal. As a loyal listener of the show, we can reward you with free beer thanks to our friends at beer52.com. You have the opportunity to sip eight free exclusive craft beers from around the world. All you need to do is go to beer52.com forward slash Arsenal and cover just £4.95 for the postage. What's more, Footballistically Arsenal listeners get two extra free beers, so that's a total of 10 free beers. And just if you're wondering who Beer 52 are, they are pioneers. They go across the globe to find the best and most interesting beer from the greatest small batch breweries on the planet. And um, they have themes. They deliver cases with different themes, including Germany, Korea, Norway, South Africa, California, Finland, and many more. Um, and the beauty of Beer 52 is they don't hold you to ransom. There's no lock-in. You can leave any time, but your first box will be sent to you the next day. So just go to beer52.com forward slash Arsenal to get your first case of eight beers for free. And don't forget, um, footballistically, Arsenal customers get an extra two beers free. That's beer52.com forward slash Arsenal. Hello and f- welcome to Footballistic Arsenal. I am Boyd Hilton. I've got Josh Landy opposite me, sidekick Josh, straight from a trip back from Man- Manchester, looking, I don't know, very uh, calm. Yeah, smooth train journey, but you were just telling me you had a very bad train experience recently. Yeah, it was, I didn't get a seat. It was, if you get the, it was like the 4.30 on a weekday. Like, I think that's the first really busy when people are coming back. This like is from where? From Manchester. Oh, you were in Manchester yeah. as well. This time last week, yeah. And I think the coach see always unreserved. You just have to, no, you have was, to be quick it was, on it. You have to be very quick. Though, yeah. Podcast anyway. gold. Be, all right, Gareth the Bear Parker is already casting aspersions. Any good train anecdotes, Gareth? <laughs> Plenty, but none that I'm going to repeat now. Gareth is with us. He's um, he's not that um, beardy today. He's not that no. berry. Very but clean. Almost clean. A, well, there was a. This is also not the greatest story I'm ever going to tell. But yeah, I did. Um, <laughs> I went to a we'll secret, secret cinema 
uh, Stranger Things. They oh. decided to shave the beard off and leave what can only be described as a questionable moustache for it. Uh, and then after the matter, when the third or fourth mother moved her child away from me uh, in a supermarket, I decided it was probably safer to shave it off completely. Yeah, uh, God, you were the, just a, I, Yeah, I, scary, I looked... Scary. I looked very, very, very dubious. But, um, and yeah, now I'm um, very much like Arsenal feel transformed. And Jeff, well, we'll talk about that. And Jeff Arsenal, uh, welcome back, Jeff. Thank you, Stalwart of the show. But it hasn't been... We've had three managers. You've been married. Yeah. You've been to... Where was it again? Um, Orlando. Orlando, Miami. Miami. Uh, I must say. Bahamas. Bahamas. Jeff looks tanned most times I've seen him. This time is ridiculous. Listen, you get a man of my age, right? I've come to the the stage where all I do is I work to go on holiday. You should... You've got to buy into it, mate. It's the dream, Jeff. Honestly, I mean, I would buy buy into it if I could. You you can do it. You've got plenty of money. Don't worry about it. You've got to do it. You've got to see my tax return. Um, just, yes. just, no, just to balance that out slightly, since I last saw you, uh, my decree absolutes come through. Um, <laughs> not even joking. So, uh, swings around about. That's been going on for a while, so I feel like it's yeah, good news. Yeah, it's good news. Divorce is just yeah. sad, sad admin, isn't it, really? all of the um, life... I'm life trying to buy a house. I don't know. Just gonna, I oh, can't okay. try trying to sell and buy. You've done that this week. That's quite successfully. It's very stressful. Very stressful. I didn't give it enough... Taken a long time. We should, anyway, we should reflect that our last. This is maybe. the first podcast. Our last podcast. I don't know if you're aware of this. Um, me and Josh were accused of it being one of the weirdest podcasts ever by our regular um, podcast guest Alan Alger. Um, and um, odd, he was just completely. He was he was absolutely bewildered by how positive we were. So we're all we we're all positive. Not just the two of us, but yeah. our, our lovely guests. Um, about by the new Arteta era, Jeff. Well, and he doesn't like anyone to be positive <laughs> yeah. about anything, well, mate, honestly. He, he, but he, I think it's fair to say he was particularly, I don't know, the word annoyed might be too much, but interested uh, and freaked out, seemingly, by relentless positivity that we had. And remember, this was just after the Man United game, was it, to be fair, and the, um, Leeds the cup game, in the and cup. the Leeds Cup game, okay. you, you know. Um, he thought we were too, too far too, um, going, going far too over the top about Arteta. And also... He was particularly annoyed that about that we said that the, the stadium for, for the cup game was fuller than we thought it might have been, considering it was on mm. primetime BBC One yeah. you know, and, and televised, yeah. and compared to recent games, and that the atmosphere was, then, it was good, which was, of course, it was complete, yeah. mo- yeah. mostly down to the Leeds fans. Yeah, no, but then sure. in the second half, when Arsenal started playing well, I thought the Arsenal fans, <laughs> and he thought that was, he accused us of lying about that. I had to point out oh. that atmosphere is not an objective reality, <laughs> it's a subjective man. I mean, I'm telling you this without him being a defender himself. But nevertheless, he, was, he said it, he was particularly picked up on us. So if there's anything we want to do is to calm down, Josh. You, and of all people, calm down, calm down about the Arteta era. I think I ended that podcast by saying, oh, we're going overboard considering yeah. we've drawn against Bournemouth, lost to Chelsea, beat Man United and had a good half against Leeds. But it does feel positive and it's, it's nice to feel positive. I, yeah. don't, I don't see any problem with that. I think I've actually been, sort of, again, pleading patience a little bit. And I think that's the only concern I have is that in this era world of immediate gratification we're going to need results we're going to need to shoot up the table what i'm happiest about and people i know are close to the club what the information they fed back to me is there has been an absolute culture shift an attitude shift someone has come on board with view to this being a long-term project that they are completely invested in 
and seems to have the buy-in of all the relevant people, both in the playing squad and outside of it. And, and that's why I think it's exciting, that everyone's pulling in the same direction. There's no mm. fractions. It's, it's very much... And, and, the, and the standard of football has gone up, and there has seemingly been more of a plan. And even the Chelsea game, which reminded me how much I do care, because I would be honest, I think I've been honest with you, Josh, a few times about losing the love a little bit. I, I did yeah. genuinely no, feel true. like... <laughs> that classic we want our arse about what Arsenal do we want back but actually under Emery it felt like it was more reflective of where football's at generally whereas I think now our club Ooh. feels a bit special again and I think that we're not alone I think there are other clubs that have that standard that culture but I think we'd lost it a little bit we'd lost our soul and I think it feels like he's yeah. bringing it back in my defence of, of how positive we were last week is that I, I feel we're reflecting a reality which is that Every single thing, and this is going to sound like I'm going ridiculously over the top already, but I do feel this. I think every single thing that you could have expected a new manager to do well, whether it be his first press conference, and I know people say, you know, but I think it does matter. I think what you communicate to the fans and the players, every single interview he's done since then, including today's press conference, you know, early on a Wednesday, everyone got freaked out. Everyone thought he was going to sign, and that was a signing. I was like, it was just him doing his press conference. Um, His, the way he's given us a structure the way the players seem to be working harder, the Urzils of this world, for example. I mean, he didn't have a great game last week, we'll talk about that in a minute, but just things like that. His team selection, he played the same team twice in a row, the first time he played the same team in the Premier League for a year. And for me, it's like he already knows his best team, already, which never, ever did the previous manager know his, know his best team in, in 18 months. Things like that, for me, and we are... The defence seems more solid. You know, he is more solid. We had two... two has more protection. Two sheets, well, more protection. Like, All like... of that makes me feel... Why... why I'm, I'm not saying it's, we're going to win the league. I'm not even saying we're going to be top four. You know, but I am saying he's, everything he's doing seems to be what you must expect. I'm, I'm positive about it um, because he, he's, he's, you know, he's been a student of two great managers, i.e. Uh, Wenger and uh, Pep. Right, so that that cuts. Were you in favour? But by the way, just to go back one step, were you? What was your feeling about Arteta as the choice this yeah, time? Yeah, I were wanted you... him before Emery. Did to you? Be honest with you. Right. Yeah. Well, because of that reason I just said. Yeah. Okay. So uh, plus he knows the club. Yeah. You know, he, he knows the club inside out. It's got to be a plus when you come into a club that you know you know what's going on. You know, um, obviously it's going to be a little bit different. You know, it's going to be tough for him. It's not easy. But so, but I'm always mindful of. There's always a there's always a little bit of a bounce generally. I mean, you had it, uh, Ollie at Man United. They went yeah. unbeaten for a while. Uh, Emery when he come in, we twenty twenty odd unbeaten, mm. wasn't we? Yeah, it didn't happen for Freddie. But you know, listen. <laughs> well, Freddie had a real he, basket he's, case he's of a team. He's been a student under yeah. two good managers. He understands the game. He does. His, his conversations are good. So we just got to roll with it, mate. Yeah. I think. And how he represents the club. And you say very true. People dismiss press conference things like that. Actually. There's, there was a feeling that I had when Emery was manager. I'd look down at him stalking the technical area and I just couldn't buy into it. I didn't feel proud that he was our manager. And I think Arteta does carry himself in a way which is more befitting, I think, the way Arsenal should be. He's a smart guy. You speak to anyone that played with him or um, has worked with him on a coaching level, he's been a coach since he was mid-twenties. He's wanted this. He, mm-hmm. He's learned he's learned his craft. He, he was, yeah. He's clearly a bright guy as well. And when Klopp took over at Liverpool, though, and the first things he recognised was that they'd lost the fan base a lot. 
And Arteta has clearly realised that he he sees what's wrong in terms of the dynamic. And I think he's made some really good, big strides early on to, to adjust that. Interestingly, you're talking about results generally genuinely don't matter that much to me. Where we no. finish the season doesn't matter much mm. to me. No. What I want to see is this improvement, cohesion, performance. We are going to lose games that we might deserve to win this season. Yeah. We are, we still, he still has pretty much the same squad. Well, he might bring in one or two people, but he, he's working with the same materials. Yeah. But what you said earlier, Ron's right, boy. He's yeah. putting players... Yeah. The Torreira situation oh. for me is, yeah. I think, the best example of... When we signed him, he was signed for a particular purpose... Did well in that role, and then for whatever reason, it was decided that he would no longer play in that role. He's running fewer yards, but he's making it count, Mm. and I think that for me reassures me Mm. that Arteta knows what he's what what he's doing. Absolutely, and I think I think really, I mean, it's partly a reaction to to the to the Emery era. I mean, obviously, because I think, but I but I do think that um, the other people are saying, "Oh, right." In fact. The comparison of the Manchester United situation is, is a good one, isn't it? Because you yeah. could say, okay, Ole, Ole Gonzalezko had a, the period, a kind of honeymoon period, yeah. when before they made him permanent manager, that period where everyone was like, oh, yeah, of course, you have to make him permanent manager. Then they did, and then it started to go medio- mediocrely wrong. Yeah. If that's a phrase, it's not. Um, but the difference I feel is that already in his first handful of games in charge, we've got an identity back, yeah, which I don't think... Way. United play differently and, mess, and th- do things differently. And I thought United fans, from what I can see, are annoyed with, with him and aren't fully on board with him because of he, he's, not, he's kind of chopping and changing Sol- tactics, which Sol- is what more like what Emery did. Solskjaer's, I was going to say, Solskjaer's United are like Emery's Arsenal. Yeah. Where they are winning through individual right. moments exactly. and exactly. perhaps yeah. playing that counter-attacking. And when it works, it yeah. works well. But when it doesn't, they don't have anything yeah. else. And I think... Rashford, for example, it's similar to the to everything. When he's played in the right position, he scores goals. Mm. And when he's not, he doesn't. So he is playing in that position, yeah. he is scoring goals. It's just so refreshing. All I can do, I think the reason why I looked at that, you know, what Alan was saying, like, you know, if he was, if, you know, if he was, whenever this is on next, we'll talk about it. But I just find it's actually like, it's just, I find it complete relief. Yeah. That do you look forward to going? Yeah, I look forward to going. Yeah. And I felt like, and actually, what, everything that we said about that, about the atmosphere against Leeds particularly, that one, where I mean, obviously their, their team and their fans were amazing, particularly their team in the first half. But then we came back and we did really well. And it was all about, because we, we won the game. And winning, and with the way we're playing, is getting people on board. And I feel generally, I think the vast majority of fans right now are incredibly happy and optimistic. And as you say, he's got almost this free pass of, free we don't, pass, we're not expecting yeah. to finish in the top four. We'll be happy with sixth, seventh, eighth, you know. Yeah, but the play's but, different. Because the play's different. The play's and, different. You can buy into it. And, and, and the way we've been pegged back in recent times, we'll talk about the game on Saturday specifically in a minute, but even that game, like, you know, their goal wasn't, you know, was a fairly lucky goal. Where all but being sent off affected the, the game. We had um, Torreira taken off injured. All of these things and we are mitigated... With Pepe. Right. And we could have won with that Pepe. Sure, exactly. The much derided Pepe. Still, I was still gutted, though. I don't know why. Oh, no, I just, I'm, I'm of course gutted. gutted because it felt like. Even the 10 unjust. men have done well to yeah, hold we on, but I think game, we should have yeah. won the game. Right. What I'm yeah. saying is. That first half an hour did enough. I'm saying when we're pegged back right now in this situation under Arteta, it feels so different mm-hmm. to when it would happen in the previous manager where we're just like, oh, when we're facing like 30 shots against, yeah. you know. Yeah. Some yeah, team yeah. In the, it's a drastic change. It's a drastic change. And I feel to not reflect that in, in a. Or, you know, in. in, in as a fan, would be biz- that would be weird for me. It'd be more weird to not be this excited. I am this excited because I feel like 
he's really changing things almost immediately. I am a little bit concerned. Be, like, it's a honeymoon period, right, which, which all managers do generally get. And as long as we don't fall out of the sky, it'll be okay. But then what happens, you know, in a, in a few weeks' time when it's clear that some players are not really one of his favourites and they're not going to get in and then... Yeah. But in which case, I'll go back to the Klopp thing. Yeah. And what I used to be sort of like hissed at when I talked positively about Pochettino when he was at Spurs, especially when he was starting to build. Yeah. Yeah. when he was building, he got people to buy into it. And if people didn't buy into it, they went. Mm. Yeah. And I think that is what we have to do. When you hear Mesut Ozil talking so positively, you hear the players that can be quite divisive, yeah. but actually they are bought into it and they're, they're clearly wanting to play for him. Yeah. It's not a short-term vision. And I get what right. you say about him. Yeah. And that's what, what I care about. I actually had a bit of a debate with a, a good friend of mine who is a Spurs fan about long-term projects. Because he doesn't believe that any manager has more than five year shelf life. Everyone will move on. I'm not. Mm. I'm not expecting another Wenger. But what five is pretty good. But what this. I am. But what I am expecting is three in three seasons' time. Measure us then. I don't want this, this season. He says for here. Next season, I don't. I want. I actually want to actively avoid Europe next year, so we have a bit more time to rebuild. I don't. In, I, do you? I don't enjoy Europa League. Sorry, it's my, yeah. my oh Europa. My, no, Europa's but, not particularly. Some of our better performances. This yeah, I don't mind Europa. But oh, I thought you meant you mean you, you'd rather this season we finish say seventh, seventh than, than in the Europa League places. Yeah, yeah. it'd be a shame have not have to have European football for the first time in yeah. what twenty six seven years. Have like. a, and also, it, doesn't it, it has to attract players? Doesn't ah, it? but this is where this, and, and this is the kicker: is does it attract the right players? I want the players that play for Arsenal for that to be the very very best thing they could ever want I think if someone's signing for us because they're in Europe because we're in Europe because we're in a glamour thing it's not buying into the club as much and they're in when there was this transfer a while ago and Mares went to City I was gutted we missed out on him because signing for Arsenal would have been the highlight of his career I don't think he could have then kicked on And I would no. rather we do that than we go for someone like an Aubameyang. And I know this might be a contentious point. Who is coming here? You hear the whispers coming. Well, he, he, he might not be happy we don't get Champions League football. Fine, let him go. Let him go I on. want someone to come in who feels like putting on an Arsenal shirt is the most... Oh, sure. Is that realistic? Yeah. In this day and age, most European players, like, we're just, we're just, it's just about who's the highest bidder most of the time now. Well, I'll tell you but, one interesting thing. Is I was looking at... Um, and how, I don't think we're more appealing for not being in Europe. This, but how is coming to Arsenal is a seventh or eighth place better it's than coming big to Arsenal? It's still a big club. club. I, if you look at interesting, sure, but we're not bigger you know than coming five, eighth. You know, five years ago, who, who came eighth in the Premier League? Yeah, Liverpool. Yeah. That was that was the and and I do think that example it makes me feel like well, you know, he knew what he was doing. Famously, in that in his first season, and the fans were behind him because he laid out such a clear was way his first of first season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Eighth, eighth, they finished eighth, and. And, and I feel like that makes me feel better look, because look, I feel look like... Look at Liverpool's strike force now. Yeah. None of them, when they signed them, were huge players. They were either failures at True. other clubs or they were, they were on the... Ro- like, Mane signed from Southampton. Yeah, okay. You had Firmino signed from mm-hmm. Bundesliga. You had... Salah was not the superstar he is now. Oh, yeah, no. and he's now, turned them into... He's turned yeah, them, but and, people and, are missing out. He was brilliant at Fiorentina. There yeah, this I'm period saying, I'm at not, Chelsea not, where I'm, he wasn't. Mane was one of the best players in the Premier League. This was Southampton. That, you know, Van Dyke, same thing. I mean, they weren't I mean, taking a massive risk. No, no, but they were... That was, the, that was their ultimate. That but was, they did a... Tra- and they've turned to, it into... To, I don't quite agree with you about the Europe thing, but to... to, to 
to back up what you're saying a little bit, they did manage, even finishing eighth, with an exciting manager, a, a thrilling... It was Liverpool strong, as well, wasn't it? Liverpool football Liverpool, club. similar. I mean, you know, similar we're, as you say, we're same, same, yeah. So I still think we'd attract... Decent players, and I think I think Arteta if you're willing is smart to enough. pay, you'll attract decent players. I agree with you. Yeah, but no, yeah, but yeah. I don't, I, anyway, so that worries me. The, the throwing money at things because actually, you look at players that buy into something; they are likely to come for less money if they buy in. Look at Spurs are one of the worst payers of they the are. big teams, in, yeah. and they've been able to attract good talent, which has yeah. then been nurtured and turned yeah. into better players. That's what I believe we need to. You look at Deli, Deli Ali is a good example. I mean, he's a little scumbag, but he's a very good footballer who was brought in from English football and it was the biggest thing he could have dreamed of and he's been coached into being mm. seemingly... But, but yeah, a very good, sure. uh, uh, and that's... I would rather, genuinely, we stop looking at the slight bargain basements in Europe because that's we're not going to be able to compete with the likes of City and Liverpool who are going to be Champions League regulars. We're not going to be able to compete with the bigger clubs on the continent. I don't... I, in my opinion, we should therefore look at those gems in the Premier League, uh, unfashionable clubs possibly, who we could... Arteta could get to buy into his vision, get his coaches to work and improve. He, to it's only you should say that because today he was linked m- mostly with James Madison. That he's the player that the... Oh, that every yeah. club wants him. Yeah, but you know, no that's, that, I'm just reporting back... I would be surprised, but then United what, are meant to be the only other club with serious aspirations. Arteta, go back to the coaching City thing. as well. Guardiola credits Arteta with a large part of Sterling's development. Oh, yeah. And exactly. that also pleases me. And that's what mm. makes me think that he can oversee improvement and growth in players when we sign them rather than we buy them as the finish let's talk about the game the game the the, the palace game some people said we we absolutely dominated the first 20 25 minutes minutes. and some people were saying that was there on them that palace sat back did Mm -hmm. not and it's true that they did not they weren't pressing were they no no as soon as they changed it up though as soon as they got a little bit tighter a little bit closer right and and start snapping it the game we was in control of the game and yeah. we wasn't yeah. right until the end and, and that's, that's what worries me and fine. I think we yeah. was a little bit bullied you know I, I saw there was a, a clip which I mean not, of Lacazette going round of showing all his best misses effectively did you see this on, on Twitter oh, of course so we had a big argument with, with um, Alan Alan, Alan? Alan, Alan oh, retweeted it, it was yeah. a particularly mean I've video had a, one of them, I'm having one of the most tedious ongoing discussions with him in, in World of History is, as to whether um, Lacazette's better but yeah, it, was he highlighting that it was yeah. you know obviously at 1-0 Lacazette yeah. had a great opportunity and but, yeah, you know, yeah, it, it would have been a different game. That's what he was miss, highlighting. They do miss Charles, of course. And he's not, not in the best form. He's going well, through a bad patch. Well, his his away from home was phenomenal. Thank you. Yes. Away from home, it's a, it's an awful situation, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, that, I, that's I, a, I feel that's like a shame. Out. He's going through the worst patch of goal, goal, you know, not drought. Drought. Thank you of his career. But even then, it's not that many games. And if you if you then bring in the the, the away factor, then it, you know it feels worse. But actually, he played. He was man of the match. In the cup game against Leeds, I mean, I mean, in terms of he was paid yeah. man of the match by whoever the fucking pundit was on the TV. Danny um, Murphy, was. Thank you, Danny Murphy. He was still, let's not forget, our player of the year only last season. Yeah. And as you say, in the game, his link up with Aubameyang for the goal was Perfect. was brilliant, and his performance was great. And I don't give a shit about you know. I'm, I, I, I I actually think now that Aubameyang's out of out for the next three games, I feel. Lacazette, this could be the moment for Lacazette. Mm. I fucking hope so. So I think technically he's, he's maybe the best player at the club. He's one. He's one of the best players at the club. I, 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 absolutely, and it, it's 
tedious. Yeah, I, the last but, time I was on was on with Alan, and he and I, and actually, brilliantly, he, he played a sneaky card and brought Giroud into it. And as you two know full well, he he was he has a special place in my heart. So it was it was an odd one, but it's very very different players. We had to adjust the way we played if Giroud played. We don't with Lacazette. I think Lacazette is a very good centre forward. He isn't the best finisher in the Premier League, but his link-up play is great. He's pulling people out of positions to allow the likes of Aubameyang to make runs which are leading to goals and chances. And I would like, again, plead a bit of patience, I agree with you, the next two or three games, and he seems to be playing like, was it a week ago, Arteta said, he's tired, he needs a rest. He hasn't given him a rest, has no, he? No. He's, he's and playing him, in, he's and playing it's a good him point. Game. It's a very good point, because I feel one of the reasons why he's having, his confidence has been shattered is because he was constantly being taken off by Emery. Mm. Yeah. He was always substituted. Yeah, and Wenger, though. Well, and, and, mm. I mean, yeah, to some extent, Wenger, but more, even more with Emery, though. I mean, there was yeah. a period, I think, where, where Wenger didn't play him in some key games. You know, was, that was annoying. There was some very visible displeasure when he was yeah. being taken off as but well sometimes. Enough. You know, fair enough. Are they still working on the stats, you know, the stat DNA about how much distance they cover and everything else? Because it's sometimes... I think to myself, well, you know, it can only be that they don't think he's, he's yeah, working. Yeah, he's burning out. He's, 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 he's explosive. He's, he does a lot three, of shots. But what I'm saying is there's less, there's, there's less of that now. He seems much happier already under Arteta, not being substituted all the time, being picked every game. Part of that great attacking, and I know, you know, it's going to take time to get to knit them all together, but, you know, with, with his mate Aubameyang. For me, it's like if you stand back from it, every, every other Premier League club, Apart from the you know the ones that's going to win the league, even you know practically every player would look at Lacazette and Aubameyang and go, yeah, I mean that is a tasty you know, yeah. and he is a key part of that. It's weird to have two. I still think he's a really really great striker, no matter what the you know what he's going through right now, because you know Giroud went 15 would, games in the league in the league, I would in the league without with, goal. I would it just st- happens. I would stick with Aubameyang. Um, Lacazette and Pepe Same. just keep playing them every week, every totally. week, every week, and I think he will. I think he'll bring on Martinelli. And stay with the, that formation, stay yeah, with that, that's right, yeah. that way like of playing. Martinelli and well. Martinelli slotting into the Aubameyang slot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, and I think that's, 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 that's another reason why I'm excited. Because I just think they're the most exciting players. I think I'd much yeah. rather watch Lacazette playing football than yeah. a lot of other strikers. You've got to play your scoring. best players. Mm. You've got to play Absolutely. Them. Let's talk more about particularly the game against Palace after this quick break. Hello and welcome to Seeing Red, a true crime podcast brought to you by me, Mark and my co-host Bethan. Each week we take a deep dive into the dark world of true crime. Cases have ranged from the murder of Christina Abbott, a high-class escort who was killed by a sadistic client, to the Peru 2, a pair of young women convicted of smuggling drugs in South America. Whilst always respectful to the victims of these crimes, we do like to tell each story in our own unique style, with humour and lots of f***ing swearing. Join us every Wednesday for a new episode of Seeing Red, a true crime podcast, wherever you get yours. And we're back. Um, You were just making the point before we went for the break about Martinelli being the one that's going to come in. Is there any opportunity, Reese Nelson or Saka... Is it um, absolute I feel to me like when Martinelli came on in the in the Palace, Palace game, game was an absolute breath of fresh air. 
And you know he was involved yeah. in the in the in the chance, wasn't he? For um, for who was it? New score Pepe. Pepe. Um, I just feel like he feels like the next guy. He's more yeah. dynamic. He's more I think, yeah. than the other two. So and he's our second highest goal scorer, isn't he? In the in the league, in, in, all in, in all competitions, in all comps, rather yeah. after after Aubameyang. And we shouldn't say much because it's no one else is scoring at all. And, and it might be actually in the Bournemouth FA Cup game that he's the one that's you know given the nod yeah. to be the main striker. Yeah. What do, what do we think wins. about the um, sending red, off? Yeah. yeah, I mean we had to go. I've heard I've heard referees make a case for how it wasn't because it wasn't excessive force it wasn't that I think as soon as it went to VAR yeah you you it took a long time you, it took, and, yeah. and, and it looked awful it looked and it was awful. it was a it bad was, time yeah. and you know what it's a leg breaking tackle if yeah I think um, Andy Mangan Asbog said if it was against us we would have been raging had yeah. the player who made that yeah. tackle forced not one of our players yeah, but we've had yeah. it yeah. we've had it that's the problem it's yeah, the yeah. consistency okay. yeah. I, I, and people were comparing in that very same weekend wasn't it the, um, the Liverpool fullback that's right oh, no, Robertson he's, he's, he's a little shit so he was, was he even booked I don't know for that it was no, challenge I think it was no, a little bit different even given but I think it was a bit different so I'm, ball, I was about to say actually interestingly I think Robertson will regularly go out to leave Something on, as Absolutely. they say, players. And he, I mean, he's a, he is actually a key part of that Liverpool shithousery, which <laughs> yeah. is working. Yeah. But I also quite like, by the way, just a slight tangent. We're being a little bit more cynical about. We're actually yeah. making those fouls on the halfway line where we weren't beforehand. The only one that didn't get the brief was Mustafi a few weeks ago. But yeah. Um, yeah. otherwise, we are cynic, a bit more cynical, and I think that. Does it please me? No, it doesn't make me feel proud, but actually it makes me feel reassured that we're actually there's doing... A plan. Yeah, there's a plan. Mm, yeah. I mm. think the red card, I don't think we have too much of an argument. No, I really. don't think... It was interesting, though, that on the, um, on the BTCV, they went to their, whoever their ref is, who, who kind of actually hedged his bets. Originally, originally, did, and then he kind of, yeah. then he kind of changed his mind. And even whoever took the, he was taking the piss out of it, weren't they? The, yeah. the commentators saying, "Well, you didn't actually say it's definitely a red card when we asked you." Then you changed your mind as soon as he brandished the red card. Yeah. So these things are. I, I mean, it's, it clearly was accidental, but that's not within. the... Doesn't matter, is it? It's no. irrelevant. No, it was, it was dangerous. I'm actually less uh, kind of worried about Aubameyang out for three games. First of all, one of those games is the cup game. They probably wouldn't mm. have played anyway, which we're quite lucky about that. I don't know why Arsenal. Um, Appealed it. Unbelievable. Well, we didn't even appeal. Did we, are, we, no, we asked for a lean, more lenient uh, sentence. I mean, what does that basically. mean? I mean, it's... we didn't appeal the red card. Oh, it's right, a red card, but, but can we have a more lenient sentence? Yeah. But it's automatic, isn't it? Violent play. You get three, also three if we games, got one yeah. game off, it's a Bournemouth game, which he's not going to. That's what I'm saying. Playing. Right. So he's not going to play in that game. So he's got two games, and I think actually, obviously, he's by far our most effective player, attacking player. But I still think it's an exciting thing to see Martinelli and Martinelli. Presuming, actually, I'm presuming it'll be him more naturally maybe because it's been part of his coaching work harder away at Chelsea or some or maybe, a player, yeah, maybe. whoever comes in right. maybe will be a yeah. bit more yeah well, diligent not, in the defensive I'm not as side of the game. terrified as going into three games w- without him no, no, I'd be more concerned with the Torreira injury I'm about and apparently in, in the press conference today um, Lacazette, Lacazette in the press conference today Arteta said that he's it's a doubt. He's a doubt, but that he could play. And I'm like, well, okay, well, that's so it's not a long term, a big long term. No, that's right. Yeah, but I feel Torreira is the massive improvement, the key yeah. to keeping the structure going. And he I has think to we play missed next him. Tuesday he's more another than any other one. Game. You've got to play him every game. Yeah, he's fit. Absolutely. Play him. 
Sorry, Josh. No, no, not at all. I was just uh, gesticulating to Jeff to talk more straightly into his mic, which he was uh, excitedly speaking to Boyd. But I I think you're you're absolutely right. The the Martinelli away at Chelsea, I would have probably gone with him because you want, I think there's going to be, and what he did against Crystal Palace, obviously you've got 10 men, you've got to do more of it, but he was up and down that line. He's so confident. doing, Doing that sort of work and getting back. And he also looks like one of the sort of most exciting people we've got on a break. So... Yeah, it is just a huge opportunity, isn't it, for him? Yeah. But I don't know. Are you wildly confident for these next couple of games? No, I'm not confident the Chelsea game at all, no. Yeah. I'm confident against Sheffield United. No, I, don't know. I think Sheffield United no, will be a difficult I mean, opponent. Difficult, but I, I think, think they, yeah. they, they, again, talk about playing the right players in the right positions. They might not be big names. Sure. Or they're increasingly well-known now because they're doing well. They're doing the, what they need to do as much as they can yeah. every game. They know what they're going to do. They know where their mate's going to be. When we played them away, I was so taken by their play because they were putting really good moves together but only because they knew where their mate was going to be because they'd done it 20 times in since, training that since day. being yeah, in bang, league bang, one bang, bang, bang. yeah i mean they've an incredible season. they're fifth i mean we're yeah, that absolutely incredible. i know i'm not saying we're gonna we're gonna you know walk all over them it's gonna be easy i'm saying i still feel at home i still think we can beat them i don't i don't see us being chelsea away at all no see i do do you yeah, yeah i mean chelsea are right. in and out up and i'm gonna go chelsea's i've not oh. been for a couple of years now yeah, I mean. and i'm because I've always feared we'll get belted. Is it a holiday? <laughs> yeah. Saving up for that one. Yeah. But I'm going to go to Chelsea. I fancy it this time. It's a hey, hey, uh, Chelsea it's Harbour Hotel. Is that what you're going to say? No, it's late, isn't it? It's 8.15. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Well, well, you know, just so it's only up the road for oh, yeah, me, fine. It's just, past your bedtime, boy. It's a bit past your bedtime. I'm a bit like, why, they're, doing, they're showing all the, the games next week, aren't they, BT? That's why it's... Is it, um, oh, is it another... Yeah, so they're showing every single Premier League game, I believe, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Oh, is that right? I feel these things are rather... Okay. I'm loving this, these things. But, I mean, over Christmas, it was You're almost a bit much. part of the much. problem, not part of I am the part of the problem. Boys. I admit that. I, I agree with that. Should we talk a little bit about um, uh, transfers, etc.? I mean... We were linked with John Stones earlier this week, seemingly because... I don't know, because, because the world, the world, the world needs to see a David Luiz John Stones yeah. partnership. Right. Jesus. I mean, by the way, the improvement in Luiz, he was the most... Most passes, most accuracy of passes in the in the game yeah. against yeah. absolutely incredible. He's much maligned. I said situation. this last month. He's much maligned. He he's a decisive defender, but if people aren't doing the jobs around him, he will often try and do it for them and step out of defence when yeah. he wasn't. He was getting found out on that. Torreira being there and functioning is helping him a lot. Yeah. But do we think do we need Jeff, do you think we in this transfer window now, should we be going out considering, you know, we've got some injuries, blah blah blah, should we be going out and buying players in certain positions? Strongly, or are you happy? Are you kind of happy to sit well, back? Yeah, it's going to be difficult because anyone who, who's any good that's going to be at a club, they're going to be playing regular yeah. first team football, and you, you know it's very difficult to prize them away. But if you could get a centre half, we should definitely put all, yeah. the, all the chips on a centre, a yeah, top quality centre. Look, I mean, so look what they did, Liverpool. They, yeah. they, 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 yeah. When they bought Virgil Van Dijk, you think seventy-five million? It's or fascinating like how that, good right? Salah is going to be next year. It's got you know no real that's feel right. for it, but mm. yeah. everyone's saying here is a big. You know, but then again, we spent very similar money on Mustafi, and probably most fans would have hoped for more. Um, <laughs> I think, I think, that's fair to say. That's, that's yeah. the least controversial statement you've ever made. I don't want to upset Alan. I'm scared that Alan's going to come at us for being. I think a, even he won't. I think alone. I don't. Think, I don't mind us dipping into the loan market because I don't necessarily. I think there'll be a bit of a reshuffle in the summer where we got some players. I think Socrates is out of contract end of this season. Yeah, we've let Mavropanos go out on loan. Yeah, I, I think that yeah. we are. We will bring it, but I don't. There will be players available on loan again to come in and be competitive for places, and then we can do a proper reshuffle in the summer. 
I, but you, I, I feel like we should strength, we should really try and get a, 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 a centre half. A centre half, really. I yeah. mean, come on. Well, we did, and, and, when we didn't do anything, and a left, and the decline, maybe a left side, someone should, that can play left back. Should that's try my and get biggest a couple concern. of loans in just to appease yeah. the fans a little bit, and you know, give it a little. Bit. And also, just the strength. I think we are really thin, really thin in terms of, of defence, and, and I mean yeah. midfield. Really, well, we've got injuries. What, yeah. That's the problem, isn't it? No, right, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Kalas- and Kalasnach is playing injured. We we we, yeah. we we need. I think we need with Tierney out for a, another month or two, maybe maybe longer. Yeah. I think we do. Yeah. Uh, getting Saka a, did okay. Did, okay, did a job. Yeah, that's, what about Chaka Boyd in or out for you? Oh. Well, I mean, miraculously, again, so, you know, I mean, I hated Jucker, you know, about a month, two months ago, mm. with a massive, with a passion. Me too. Uh, but now I'm like, I'm not really that bothered. I mean, I still feel like when you, I still feel like he's a player that hardly any big team would go, yeah, I really want Jucker. But right. somehow Arteta, again, that's why I'm so, it has to take so much acclaim. He's turned Jucker into a fairly decent looking, not a complete twat. Of a midfield player, which he was a complete twat. The, the, the system's helping. He, the system I think, helps. I think, yeah, I him think and Torreira. Once, yeah, fine. once we perhaps get a bit more pressure and he's given a bit less time on the ball, he requires time on the ball, which. Let's be honest, Premier League football, you don't get much of. Uh, as um, Danny Drinkwater found out the other day, much to it, he thought he had three seconds to turn in his own area, which I found quite funny. But, um, <laughs> yeah. but you, have, you have, with Xhaka, someone that can pick a pass. He's passing between the lines, which he wasn't doing under Emery. That's what I'm liking about it. He is a decent passer of the ball. We allow him to pass the ball, he's going to hurt the opponent. We play him in a position where he's going to get a lot of pressure. We're going to get found out. Listen, Wenger played him every game he could. Until the situation with the fans, Emery played him pretty yeah, much every yeah, game. Yeah, Arteta yeah. is coming straight away every game. What has he got on the club? The, is that play, what saying, the players wanted <laughs> well, him as club. I mean, it felt like it. The players wanted him as club captain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And was he even? Just speak you, to the other ex-players. Do you think he's an Arsenal footballer? Do you think he should be? Uh, uh, In this current lot, I don't think he looks out of place. Okay. Do you think Arsenal can win the league with Chaka in the middle of the park? Oh, but you couldn't say that about a lot of our players, can you? That's why I think it's interesting that I know, I know being linked with like the likes of James Madison. I'm not saying we're going to get him, but I do think clearly, I, I feel like Arteta is going to try and find uh, the midfield is is the area, isn't it? I fear. Like, even with Torreira playing out of his skin, I still feel it's like that's the area we really need to look at. If Torreira, if Torreira is the answer as a defensive one, the one who's going to keep, hold still, we haven't got creativity in midfield, have we? So it's a massive yeah. lot, we, we loss. Also, we were, and when you're relying on, um, particularly when you're relying on Ozil, who, I have to say, for me, like, reverted a little bit to type in the Palace game. He's certainly not the player who's going to suddenly take a game by the scruff of the neck. He doesn't do that. I know he never has been, but I think we need a kind of midfield player like Madison who does do that. And I think most modern teams now, most title-winning teams have that kind of midfield presence who's creative and will and powerful. Did you call the kid at Villa? And we haven't got... Go on. Did you call the lad at Villa? Oh yeah, another player. That's Absolutely, well, very similar. To but then, Greenish, Greenish, Greenish. Yeah. But I actually, I think you mentioned off air that we he was pressed in the presser about John Stones and Kessel, and he yeah, was Kessel's he was he was a bit it, yeah. the more field. concrete on the no for John yes. Stones, which I'm quite reassured. So this about, was just to make it clear, I, I, in the, on the press conference today, he um, Arteta was asked about um, possible transfers, and he said, "I haven't got any to report." They specifically asked him about um, Stones, and he said, "No, that's not. That's definitely not." Not true, but he was asked about this this Kessel guy who plays for Milan in midfield, and he said that's not true at the moment. Which I thought those three words were more <laughs> promising than the. Well, and and he's a they, dynamic midfielder, yeah, and apparently. actually, I think that we we have Grinduzzi who is still young and very yeah needs polishing. Yeah. Uh, so I think that actually that for me is somewhere I think we could strengthen by bringing someone in to add a little bit of 
meat in the midfield, yeah. as it were. It was interesting. He didn't have, have Ceballos on the bench, even, doesn't it? In that, in that, um, pack. he was asked about that today, and he said something like, um, "I just didn't. I, I still think he's really good. I, you know, he's coming back from injury. I'd still, he's still really, you know, he was kind of being positive about him, and yet acknowledging the fact that he didn't even have him on the bench. Mm. But you know, he's a possibility, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, you know, if anyone could get Ceballos playing as well as he did in that very first game, first game, he looked a <laughs> then, world beater. Yeah, he looked amazing. Now he's a panel beater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good life, thank God. We've got something to call the podcast now. Yeah. Um, we, let's look in depth, though, at the games. I guess we should talk about the Chelsea games as well, because we'll probably be, we'll probably do the next podcast after that, won't we? I think you're, you're down to do a podcast. I'm actually going on honeymoon on Saturday, so I won't, I won't be here. Honeymoon, I did want to mention it, just because Gareth started off the podcast with the, the reverse, so uh, I thought I'd uh, just avoid yeah. it. But I think you're actually podcasting Monday, so you're going to be podcasting ahead, oh. ahead of a Chelsea game on Tuesday. Oh, okay. Uh, thanks. Um, I have no idea what I'm doing. So we're just talking Sheffield United. United. Just talking Sheffield United, fine. You oh, never see, just talking about Sheffield United, you see, was it McBurney in the crowd? Yeah. Swansea fans. That was yeah. amazing. Have yeah. we ever seen it? I'm trying to think, is it, because this sometimes happens with other clubs, God, they yeah, have ex-players yeah. in the you crowd. You got for it as well, didn't you? So oh, I saw, so Saliba yeah. was in the crowd in the away end at Vicarage Road earlier yes. this year for the 2-2. He obviously, you know, just signed for the club and he came to that game. But I can't really remember seeing there has a, been a few. former been Arsenal a few. player in amongst yeah, the fans away game. I think that has been one at Bentner, actually. I know definitely for a fact. Oh, Bentner, that's a good call. Yeah. Did he? Yeah. Well, I'm just, can we kept an eye out for I'll keep an eye out. I feel like someone like John Hartson must have done it. Just I think Kevin Campbell has. A few times. Yeah. Been, he, <laughs> Kevin Campbell's been a load of Arsenal games. Yeah. He of uh, he's got a show, doesn't he, on Arsenal Fan TV? Kev Campbell, I know this the other day. He's got his own show on Arsenal. Yeah, him and um him don't, and one of the other up again. Yeah. Um well, even more people. No, I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying. No, no, I'm still still very much a fan, clearly. Got a lot of love for Kevin Campbell. <laughs> oh yeah. If not Arsenal Fan TV. Yeah. Steady. Um <laughs> so what are we saying about this this uh Sheffield United game? What do you think? What do you think is gonna happen? It's two two nil, two one. Oh, okay. I think we'll edge it. I think it'll be tight. I think um, if we can get an early goal, we might win more comfortably. But I think they will make they'll be resolute. They'll make it very, very hard for us. Jeff, I think it'll be really tight. Um, it's going to be very difficult to score against them. They're so organised. We mustn't concede first. We'll win one nil. I'm going the same. One nil. Oh yeah, I was going to say one nil as well. Well, we can you also can. no there's rules. No, there's no rules. Can, I mean, there's <laughs> very little point to this you whole bit. You say that, but, but you know, <laughs> having there is very little point. Have you suddenly realised that after seven, I'm eight years? Happy, I've never objected Josh. to it. I'm just saying there's yeah. not that much point. There's no point to anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah no, all right, one nil. Three us to go. One nil. What did you say again? I'll, I'll sit with two, two one. one. Are you are you, go, you going, boy? You going, yeah, absolutely. Jack? Three o'clock, rare Saturday. Three o'clock kickoff. Exciting. A rare treat. It's a rare one. Yeah. Rare you, so you'll be in going. Where's your um? No, so my flight. I'm going to Mauritius, but the oh, flight is nice. ten past nine. nine. So I've said no. A.M. Uh, no P.M. Oh, so uh, I'll be at the fine. game. Yeah. Quick nip home and then uh, yeah, off to the airport. Nice. Hopefully on the back of three points. Will you be watching Chelsea? Yeah, I've looked up a four hours ahead, so it's like quarter past midnight. <laughs> I, like your... that, I like that tactic. Start as you mean to go yeah, on. I, know? That, I mean, I I'm know going to the football, I know, whatever. I that's perfect. Like quarter past Jeff, midnight. You're not this. infringing on someone's. If it was during dinner, I think this. I'd have to I, take I've a met, view. I've met Josh's lovely wife, and yeah. she's Rosie, a very yeah. forgiving, understanding <laughs> soul who knows that this that Josh's life revolves quite rightly around Arsenal. No, I just put this on to if it was an eight fifteen in Mauritius, I think I'd take a view that it's. You know, not acceptable. But quarter past midnight—that's not infringing upon evening activities, is it? Well, it depends how long they <laughs> go evening on. Evening activities on honeymoon. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, oh yeah. clearly, hang on. <laughs> what a wild honeymoon you're going to have! Absolutely, twelve fifteen. Twelve fifteen in bed watching the Arsenal. Yeah. that's it. No, I love the idea. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, I'll keep you posted. Well, keep me posted. I might have to ask you for updates if, if it turns out that I'm, I'm, I'm not yet. I'm happy for that. I'm, okay, you yeah. can send me. You'll be up there in club level. Uh, yeah, totally, yeah. Green um, burger? Have, oh, God, it's, it's beats. It's dirty yeah. beats. It's we haven't terrible. had an update on your beats burger. Still got the dirty beats situation. It's not a nice um, alternative. Uh, in club level, yeah. And Delaware right. have not improved the offering. Delaware has not improved anything, no. It's mm. rubbish. No, I have to say, yeah, it's rubbish. Yeah, it's mm. rubbish. It's Even with that extra row. Contract's, like, up, seats contracts to, up this so, year, yeah. though, isn't it? I think. No, well, apparently. Trying yeah. to buy them out or yeah, dog, so, doing yeah. something. Yeah. Go back to the old pies like you used yeah. to get in the, in the East Stand, different class. Yeah. Well, smoked salmon bagels, I remember, in the, in the West Stand. Smoked salmon bagels, mm. lovely. In the West Stand, that would be at Highbury. And the East Stand, that's right. Were they? Yeah, yeah, Pybury Corner. Pibri Corner, get them a chance. They did try and they did try and get in. Did they yeah. in the stadium? Yeah. Oh, that would have been that would have been good. But they it? were rebuffed. Well, Delaware, isn't they, it? They, they the club were quite keen, yeah. but they also Look, Camden Hill, but, Camden Ailes, Camden, wherever it's called, that they're, they're in. But they're and recyclable beer. glasses, is that right? Yeah. At the same time, I think there wasn't particular hunger, pardon the pun, from the club because it's business opportunity, and ultimately they're going to go with someone that is yeah, able to. Yeah, interestingly. Back to Secret Cinema and Moustache. Let down slightly, truly immersive, actors everywhere. Camden Brewery uh, was, was, was serving the beer in, in this supposed 1980s American oh, yeah, reality. That's, that's, it should Definitely, be Budweiser or something. Yeah, yeah Coors up, but, I mean, something. No, I'm pro it it's nicer beer than Budweiser, but, but hell's tea. Yeah, that, is, not, that is not no. 1980s America. That's, a, that's uh, terrible, yeah. Yeah. terrible. Well, congrats to Jeff, we should say that. Yeah, very congrats big congratulations to Jeff. To Jeff. Yeah. Thanks Congratul- for coming on. Um, congratulations <laughs> as well to, to Gareth for his divorce papers. And Josh as And congratulations yeah. to you for your um, honeymoon. I have no Thank marital no. Um, news to impart. No, I have to say, up. I feel we'll left out. We'll give it a week. And yeah, we'll for an I update feel Monday. left out. But um, I will be at the... Alan uh, Algra will be moaning again for the positivity and, which um, at the yeah, last minute. Uh, and a shout out to Alan as ever. We'll have to get him in for Monday. I'll tell him he's got to replace yeah, we've got to get, for Monday. Yeah, yeah, good idea. Um, thanks so much to everyone for coming Thank in you. and thanks to everyone for listening and we'll be back next time. Bye. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.